0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as attention turns back to domestic football after the international break. Celtic appear to be closing in on Eddie Howe as a new manager. James Tavernier is on his way back for Rangers but Ryan Jack's injury layoff continues and the Scottish Cup returns this weekend with massive games up and down the country. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. I have to suspect that Eddie Howe hasn't been named as Celtic's manager yet because the stock exchange is closed for the Easter weekend When you have a major appointment like that A share price goes up or down And the stock exchange doesn't reopen until Tuesday So the Celtic fans will have to wait for an update But plenty to keep their attention between now and then Celtic again Falkirk tomorrow for one thing In the Scottish Cup Remember Ross County in the Betfred Cup And the Aberdeen players say they want to give Stephen Glass A chance of winning his first trophy By getting the Scottish Cup But they're away to the sons of the rock tomorrow And they will put an end to all that talk Won't they Jim? Oh, absolutely, of course Of course they will Hugh <laughs> But uh, you know As long as we've got uh, enough gas left in the tank After having uh, This will be our fourth game in, in seven days So it's been a really hectic schedule Not just for us But for all of the, the part-time clubs And the lower division clubs Getting back after a, an enforced absence then um, Due to the lockdown So you know The, the players are, are obviously enjoying aspects Of being uh, back involved again But certainly from our point of view You'd have liked to have played Aberdeen after having at least a few days rest rather than less than 40 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, by doing this show tonight, you are officially the busiest man in Scottish football. You played last <laughs> Saturday, then Tuesday, then Thursday. You're playing again tomorrow and you've paid us a visit in between. It is, um, it is quite the schedule. I'm sure we'll get to that a bit later on. It is a fantastic weekend of Scottish Cup action. It starts tonight. It continues tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, Sunday evening and on to Monday as well. So plenty of Scottish Cup action to keep you occupied over the weekend. If you want to get in touch with the guys tonight, the number you need and we would love to have you right now 0141-951-1025. Pick up the phone. Let us know what is on your mind. If you would rather tweet as well, you can do that at Clyde SSB. No shortage of talking points. Celtic fans, it's a pretty simple one. Eddie Howe, are you happy with the way that story seems to be progressing? Yes or no? Uh, Rangers fans, bit of an injury concern over Ryan Jack And I suppose for everyone How much does the Scottish Cup matter to you this season? How high up the priority list is it? Rangers, you're obviously looking for that double Celtic, would it go any way to salvaging the season? How are you feeling about the Scottish Cup on the eve of its return? 0141 951 1025 Give us a call I believe for Rangers fans A league and cup double Would just be the icing on the cake I think they would celebrate in a lavish way If they did win the Scottish Cup The Celtic fans I think the majority And I'm stressing the majority There will be a minority who feel in a different way But I think the majority think Scottish Cup, nah This season was all about 10 in a row And we won last season's Scottish Cup This season anyway uh, The Scottish Cup is the equivalent of Losing £20 And finding a pound coin <laughs> Well I'm, I'm not sure if I quite agree with you But the one thing I, I wouldn't do is, is write off the other clubs I mean St Johnson obviously uh, You know won the, won the cup uh, this year And again uh, You know fantastic um, You know for the, the You know the, the clubs mm. The less salubrious clubs Should we say um, So I think I think it'll be a really open co- uh, Competition this year um, and and if, the, if the big two can avoid themselves Obviously it would be the ideal climax To a season If they manage to get to, to Hamden And play the final But 
just said I think there'll be there'll be another few clubs with um, the aspirations to do equally as well. Come on then, let's hear you. 01419511025. Loads of teams involved in the Scottish Cup. What does it mean to you this season? How far up your priority list is it? We'll preview as many of the games as we can. Let's start with the Eddie Howe news developments, call it what you want. There is an overwhelming sense now that it is heading in that direction. He's certainly the favourite, he's certainly in the driving seat. Um, nothing official from the club yet So quite simply Celtic fans at this stage How happy are you that he seems to be in the driving seat? Are you Is that the man? Is that the one you want to get over the line? Or are you hoping something changes in the coming days? Let us know right now uh, Hugh, it, it's not a new name obviously It's no. one that's been My goodness, when was it first mentioned? Probably when Neil Lennon was still very much yeah. in a job what, what do you make of the way it, it seems to have developed over the last day or two? Well, the understanding is that Eddie Howe, uh, along with Celtic's incoming chief executive, Dominic Mackay, uh, met with Dermot Desmond in his London home a few days ago. Uh, I do believe that Eddie Howe is the one that Celtic have decided they want. Uh, I will be consistent in my own position. I'm not sure that Eddie Howe excites everyone. Again, there'll be a percentage of the Celtic fans who are definitely having him and others who will think it's not the biggest appointment that Celtic could have made. But when you look down on the list of the Roy Keens, uh, the Thierry Henrys, these are just names thrown in. Uh, I don't believe for a second that Roy Keane uh, would be good for Celtic. I don't believe for a nanosecond that Thierry Henry would be good for Celtic. Uh, but Eddie Howe can at least say, I managed in the English Premier League. Okay, let's go to the phones. Frank is first up in Milton tonight. 01419511025 was the number he dialed. Frank, Eddie, how are you having him? Uh, yes, uh, Mary Howe, uh, Gordon. Yeah, um, Mary Howe, Eddie Howe, whoever it may be, it really doesn't matter. That's not the point of my call, really, because it's not a popularity contest, Gordon. And this is probably aimed at Hugh, who's saying that certain names won't excite the majority of the sport. That's complete and utter irrelevance because you're never going to please all the support you're going to have an element no matter if you get Pep Guardiola there'll be some that says too, too overqualified it doesn't matter the important thing is here that whoever we get it's that the support Celtic support the wonderful magnificent Celtic support have to really show their true worth and that is through showing the one element that every manager needs a new manager needs and that's patience if we don't afford this guy, whoever he may be, if it's Eddie Howard, whoever, the patience that he needs, this merry-go-round will start again. And I have to, if you don't mind, Gordon, take a few minutes to, for the first time in my life, aim my guns at certain, a certain element of our support who, over the last, well, year, this season anyway, half the last half of it, have been nothing short of a disgrace an utter and complete disgrace to the name of us being a Celtic supporter. And this element must not, they must not redefine and hijack what Celtic supporters are. We're a good, decent, patient, caring people. We give, we're a tolerant support. We're a faithful through and through support. We take the good with the bad and we come out the other end, standing tall, standing proud. Because we've behaved in the right way. We've witnessed an element, an element of our support 
And I'm going to have to be specific in one way, but my criticism covers the internet element who see fit to abuse, to have abused Neil Lennon, to have abused to an extent I never thought possible. A lot of these are anonymous, and a lot of them, yes, an element of them won't be Celtic supporters, but most of them, most of them, an element of them sadly are. And I have to also aim my, my ire at a group of supporters who have had the utmost respect from the past, and that's the Green Brigade. Their social work, the work they do in the community, you cannot criticise. I would never have been on phone-ins phone like this before, supporting them when they were being criticised. And the support, the colour, the, the noise they give at matches is 100% to be supported. But they've indulged themselves this last few months in a way that I never thought they ever would. And that's putting banners up, demanding the removal of a guy, a legend, like Neil Lennon, putting his face in circles with red, with red lines through them. I don't know what's come over them. I think they must have had some brainstorm. Because this is not Celtic supporters. Well, I mean, Hugh, I, if fans can't get into stadia, and I'm not, I'm not for a second saying it's right to abuse people or anything like that, of course not, uh -huh. but... If fans pay their hard-earned cash and think that a manager or a player is is not cutting it, they're going to make their feelings known. That's and Frank mentions, you know, the, the the internet element. It's unavoidable that it's 2021, and that's the way people are going to express themselves. Protest, peaceful protest, is allowable. Of course, it is. In a civilized society, it's allowable. But Frank's correct that, that there has been misconduct of an unbelievable kind in that car park for a start. Uh, and Neil Lennon was abused uh, But Frank forgets Frank needs to remember that When times are bad The Celtic support disappear like snow off a dike Like other supports will uh, You know when Celtic changed uh, The leadership of the club in 1994 The last crowd before uh, Fergus Buchan's takeover Was 10,000 against Kilmarnock So they stay away And that's their prerogative They, they spend money uh, so when Ronnie Dyla was the manager uh, The top half of the stand was closed Because there was no interest in the uh, Europa League competition uh, So, But legitimate admit, protest is fine I didn't think we would go over quite so much old ground mm. At mm. 10 past 6 But that's fine that, you know, That's the, the beauty of it The, the open forum element mm. But Jim Whilst Frank says uh, you, We need to get behind whoever it is Obviously you know, I don't mm. think None of us would argue that If, if you want Everyone to pull in the right mm. direction But he said you know, It doesn't matter who it is Well That's just human nature yeah. You're either going to be happy With the appointment mm. or not Frank Maybe one of yeah, the but it, 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 I, I understand Frank's sentiment But it does matter uh, Of course it does uh, You know Because I mean uh, Hugh mentioned Ronnie Dyler But when, when he was appointed You know There, there was a real Underwhelmed uh, You know Kind of thought about Celtic fans Where did, where did this come from and he, and he never really Got them on side Even though he still Managed to win the, uh, the, the league So yeah I think you do need, And I think particularly Because Stephen Gerrard's At Ibrox So I think they do Want someone Who can compete um, You know From uh, You know the, A stature Experience, knowledge, etc. You know, and also quality of a manager. So Hence. I think it does matter. But I get Frank's sentiment behind. It. He's basically saying, in his eyes, get behind whoever gives it. But I do believe that. For, I mean, Hugh, Hugh mentioned the business side of it there, but take that aside. From a football perspective, you need yeah. someone you can believe mm. can go and wrestle the title yeah. back from Rangers. Yeah, Frank, as Jim says, we understand your sentiment, but there are good managers, there are average managers, there are bad managers. You're going to hope that whoever it is is the guy that, that wins you silverware. Do you think Eddie Howe can be that man? Are you happy with the appointment in that sense? 
Would you be happy with the appointment in that sense? No, but Gordon, 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 yes, of course, because I read an, I read an article today about Eddie Howe and he's a, it's a long burner. This isn't going to happen at an overnight click success. The point I'm trying to make here, Gordon, please don't derail me from my point here, Gordon. It happens all the time. No, please Frank, don't. to be fair, right, I, I am trying to let it breathe, but I, I can't let you just go on all night. There has to be a happy medium, I'm sure you would agree. No. Well, where's the happy? I'm making a point. Are you trying to take me down an avenue that I don't want to go down? My point, and Gordon, you cut me off all the time. Every time I try to make a point, whenever I do slip through onto the show, show you cut me off. Frank, God. if you would spend more time actually on the point rather than engaging in this stuff with me, we might get somewhere. If you, yeah, if you, if you stop derailing me, I wouldn't have to. Fight my corner. Okay, the point I'll, I'll make, and I'll make it strongly here, Gordon. Quickly as well, if I you don't make mind. Make it strongly. Quickly, Gordon. See, <laughs> Right, Gordon. Well, can I come back after the break then? <laughs> Frank, oh, please just make the point. Please. I'll make the. My point is, Gordon, you, you made a completely, again, historically inaccurate comment. A quick, it's just a quickie, and this is this is typical of you and others. The, the 10,000 crowds referring to the time of sack the board was an organised, an organised boycott, Hugh. That's what that was. It wasn't the fans just snow off a dike. It was an organised boycott. To get your facts right, Hugh, the point I'm getting back to my support, I, our support, I love the Celtic support. I am a Celtic supporter, not because of 1967, not because of nine in a row, whatever. I'm a Celtic supporter because we have a support that makes me so proud. And we clearly, have clearly not because you've come on here to harangue them for their conduct. So, Celtic Football Club, by all football clubs, They'll be good and they'll be bad Supporters will be with you, they'll be against you Supporters will turn up to the max Supporters will stay away uh, You're trying to give us the illusion here That Celtic Football Club exists in some kind of bubble Unlike anybody else Well, as you said yourself This season was unique And when 10 in a row started to fade uh, The fans took to the car park and when the Betfred Cup was too much for them to take against Ross County, they took to the car park. They are young. There is the internet brigade that you talk about, but it goes on. And to back up Gordon's point, we're simply trying to establish Eddie Howe. Do you want him or not? 01419511025. Thank you to Frank. Pleasure as always. Let's bring in Stephen and Airdrie. Uh, Stephen, are you happy with the potential, the, the way that the story of, of Eddie Howe's um, potential appointment seems to be progressing Buzzing Absolutely buzzing Cannot wait Get the season there Do your Rangers everything now Don't care Let's get a man right now Get rid of the iPad boy and all the rest of them Get a man Get his own team in I've been saying it since September last year He will play football The way Celtic fans love to watch football and there's a full shake-up growing from top to bottom of the club. And I just mm. cannot wait. Absolutely What about the loss of Odson Edward and possibly... No, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't dampen Stephen's spirit just yet. For goodness <laughs> sake, the sun is shining. He's happy He's happy about life. Let's, let's, leave him, let's leave him for a minute or two before you put a cloud Old over anything. Old lives matter. Um, <laughs> um, Jim, the, Stephen says the style. He thinks mm. Eddie Howe yeah. would, would bring that style. Is that one of the... 
and you can never guarantee these things, mm. but would that be one of the supposed strengths, one of the, 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 the ideals that Celtic think they're going to get in Eddie Howe? Yeah, well, they're not going to get a pragmatic manager in, someone who gets, uh, you know, parts the bus, uh, to, to use the old phrase. You know, they need someone who will play expansive football, modern football, for want of a better phrase. Uh, and Eddie Howe obviously has got that, um, you know, style about him in, in, when they played. But Bournemouth and Celtic are two, two different, two completely contrasting uh, clubs in terms of um, expectation, uh, you know, never mind resources. So, yeah, but listen, just a couple of years ago, there was a real shout that he was going to get the Arsenal job. He was very, very highly rated in England. Um, and, and I don't think he's... His reputation has, has been tarnished too much by what happened at the end of his his Bournemouth tenure, but nevertheless, you know, he he, he did he, he wouldn't change tact. He stuck to his guns. Unfortunately, that they, they eventually get relegated. But he is a manager who does like to play a certain style of football. But the the best style of football you can play winning is football. winning, and that's the bottom line. They have to win. They have to. I mean, Frank Elleron saying you need patience. He might he might get a year under his belt. It won't get any longer than that No 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 But the, the practical side Has to come into it If Eddie Howe gets the job And I don't doubt A thing that you say Jim But the, the Arsenal job And all the mm-hmm. rest of it But So many players Are going out the door mm-hmm. And There's an awful lot of ground To be made up And a very short space of time In which to do it And Sometimes that's not a bad thing For a new manager Come in though Hugh Because he has got A, 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 a plain can A blank canvas To start from He will have money In, in the bank you know, if, if if one or two players, obviously Nick, Nicky Ham is left now. There's talk about him bringing in his own his own uh, football yep. guys. So there's a lot of stuff there that actually might suit him at this moment in time. Stephen, of all the names that you've heard mentioned, is Eddie Howe your favourite, or is there another? I, I thought and I argued with Hugh the day Celtic failed to register a shot against Rangers at Parkhead, and I said then that we have to go and get him to stand a chance of winning the league. I said it then, and I've said it every single week since then. You know, God, I've been on here hundreds of times, campaigning from. He is, Hugh's talked about Lossie Edward. We lost Henrik Larson, we've done all right. You know, it's a blank canvas for the guy with money in the bank. I just cannot wait. Absolutely buzzing. Well, still work to be done on that front, but Stephen and Airdrie, thank you. 01419511025. We're going to hear from some of his former colleagues after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here. You can pick up the phone, speak to the guys on 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Lots of discussion on social media and on the phones tonight regarding Eddie Howe. The fact that he appears to be getting closer to the vacant managerial job at Celtic. Now let's hear from some people who... Know him well Don't forget we're also asking you All fans How much does the Scottish Cup matter to you? How much are you looking forward uh, To the return of that competition? Uh, it's been a couple of weeks Since we had some some cup action So uh, good to see that competition back t- Well tonight actually isn't it? Over the weekend So uh, let's hear from One of the managers That um, Eddie Howe may well come up against If he does come up here Graham Alexander uh, Eddie Howe ended his Burnley career But the Motherwell boss says He would be a quality appointment Six months they were together In the English Championship and um, Graham Alexander says he now understands why Howe made the decisions that he did. Obviously, I was fighting to be in that team. I was the, the club captain, and uh, but he was um, had plans to change the, the team, and it needed changing. I only had uh, an understanding of what he was going through then when I became a manager myself. I look back, and, and I've made the exact same decisions with players 
you know, uh, since you know that he made with me. So you know, he, I remember when I first got a uh, manager's job, he sent me a, a nice message as well. So you know, I've got no issues going forward. But it wasn't the, the best time for me. Um, but you could see the, the quality he had, and he's proved that at, you know at Bournemouth, you know, right through the divisions. So. You know, whichever club employs him next and, and he decides to go for you you pretty much know he's going to do a, an excellent job but the obviously the the parameters at Celtic and, and Rangers are, are very extreme so you know that's a, a challenge for any manager that goes into one of those jobs uh, we were just about to speak to Ross in the south side who I think has disappeared Ross give us a call back if you're still listening 01419511025 how does Eddie Howe in your mind Hugh just in your opinion stack up in comparison to the other names that that are being mentioned, um, w- would he be your choice out of those? Yeah, uh, I, I don't think Roy Keane would be good for Celtic. Um, I think if you've been out of the management side of the game for ten years, uh, then why did no one offer you a job in those ten years? Uh, Thierry Henry, I thought that was pure opportunism. Uh, well, he done nothing uh, to suggest that he would be of any use to Celtic. Uh, there were too many people coming forward and putting their pals forward. Uh, I am impressed when I hear Graham Alexander say that although he was the club captain, Eddie Howe got rid of him. And he now, with the benefit of hindsight, understands why that happened. For me, that is decisive management then. And if Eddie Howe comes up here, he will need to be decisive. There are big decisions that are going to have to be taken if Celtic are going to catch up with Rangers again. So, decisive management, that's a plus. Uh, Let's bring in Arthur, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Arthur, are you happy at the suggestions of Eddie Howe? Yes, good evening, panel. Good evening, General. Good evening, Gordon. And good evening, Mr. Keevans. Hello, Arthur. We had a little discussion the last time about uh, Celtic and the team. You said uh, Neil Lennon would pack his bag. But I'm just asking this question, Mr. Keevans, is a Celtic board going to give Eddie Hine time as well? Just like Rangers has done the same with Stephen Gerrard, is he going to give him enough time? Stephen Gerrard gets... Well, sorry to interrupt, but Stephen Gerrard gets three years. Um, I'm not sure Eddie Howe would get three years because... Uh, that would then mean If he'd won nothing in three years That would mean that Rangers were up to four in a row And uh, this city uh, And these clubs Are obsessed by This whole ten in a row business The first one to get to it uh, I don't think that Eddie Howe would get three Barren years Does, at Celtic Surely there is going to have to be some level of patience For a guy who walks into a club with a new chief exec He'll be the new manager Potentially a new director of football Your captain won't be there He might sell your top scorer Half the team are going back on loan uh-huh. it, it can't be w- Win this season or you're out Surely there needs to be more patience than that No but there's not a lot of patience uh, But more God, than, that's that, the, but you more than ma- that But you mentioned earlier on It's t- 2021 This is this is not 10 years ago or 15 years ago People are much more impatient and Fans are much more Much more opinionated That's needs, why there needs to be This phone in would be red hot If Celtic are not Neck and neck By m- mid-season I agree with you Gordon I think he, he'll get next season That's what I say, I say that. I think he might get a year But I don't yeah. think he'll get any any more than that And also the, I think I think He has to play 
a certain type of football I think his, his signings have to be a success I think there has to be a significant progress And so they can see the end game But that's, but, that's, that's kind of my point and, though. And, I, and I think you, you, you will get a period of time But I don't, I'm, I'm with you I don't think you'll get two seasons Never mind three but That's my point We're often a bit blinded And we have been because it was ten in a row It was yeah. all about ten in a row But yeah. now Is there not a, mi- a middle ground Where a manager Whether it's Eddie Howe or not Comes in Makes some good signings They're looking pretty good They're competitive mm-hmm. They maybe have a, a decent little campaign in Europe But they fall short in the league mm-hmm. You're not then just going to rip it all up And start again Because think- he didn't win the league Season 1 He gets goodwill in the bank Because So many players will be lost And he'll have to construct A brand new team uh, By the 31st of July um, Season 2 If it starts badly He's under pressure So Arthur He's up there as, as far as you're concerned With the names that have been mentioned That's the type of appointment yeah. For me I think it's a fantastic signing As long As the manager comes in With his own backroom staff You must clear that because you've got to take all the dead wood away, everything, take it away, let him bring in his own backroom staff, clear it. It doesn't matter who Celtic sign or who they sell, there'll still be a fantastic team around the world. But you'll have the supporters all back him 100%. But you, you must give him maybe one or two years. Yeah. Because if, if you're paying big money for this manager to come in, 50 maybe £50,000 a week. It's a lot of money. But then again, you have to do something. And well, you can't just give them one year and say, right, bye, we'll go and get another manager because that, that would be... Well, for me, can I just for me, just remind everyone that there was an inevitability about this. We are now looking at the terms of Eddie Howe's departure from Celtic <laughs> before he's even here. Let's just let's, let's take a breath. Uh, for me, Neil Lennon should have been more um, emphatic when he was uh, negotiating with Peter Lawwell and and or Dermot Desmond uh, in terms of who uh, he wanted beside him. If he didn't want the people who were beside him, then he should have said so at the time. So that's his fault. Uh, With regard to Eddie Howe, when he was with Dominic Mackay and Dermot Desmond in London, he must have put forward the kind of backroom that he envisions. Uh, And if they had said, or Dermot Desmond had said, we would like to keep this person on the backroom staff, okay, there might be an, an, an area or areas of compromise. But if Eddie Howe hasn't been emphatic, then again, that's his fault. 01419511025 01419511025 Great to speak to you Arthur Thank you for taking the time tonight Paul on Twitter If it is Eddie Howe I personally think it's a brilliant appointment Young, ambitious, forward thinking Can't wait Says Paul um, Let's bring in Ross Who has now rejoined us Ross Calling in from the south side Eddie Howe Is that one that floats your boat Ross? Definitely um, Definitely Gordon I do think it will be a positive move Um I actually have a point in relation to um, the signings. I do, I do understand that this season we are going to lose the likes of Brown, Aberdeen, um, potentially Edward. Do the do the panel think that if Eddie Howe is going to come in, do you think you'll have the funds to go and replace these players? Because um, I do understand that there is a budget at Celtic, but I would like to see us go and replace somebody like Edward, and I, I know that's going to take a well, good five, six. Ross- eight, it's, yeah. qu- it's, yeah. quite, it's quite straightforward uh, Unless Celtic spend They'll be second again uh, And to so, be fair though If we're talking Edward leaving You'd imagine that 
gives you money and, and yeah, lots, yeah, lots yeah. of it they would hope but yeah yeah but you, you have to factor in the the money that's due to Paris Saint-Germain you have to factor in that uh, the covid crisis and the subsequent loss of money to all clubs large and small will impact on the transfer market i don't think you'll get now the kind of money you, you would once have got for players like Edward however to answer Ross's basic point Celtic have to replace Edward with as close as they can get to an Edward. If Ayer goes as close as they can get to an Ayer, uh, Eddie Howe may have and will have terrific contacts down south. He may have a, a list of players for Dermot Desmond to, to look through. I'm quite certain that is the case. The basic point, unless Celtic spend and spend well, they'll be second again. Well, spend well is the key because, you know, we look at it, if you're looking at pure... Amount of, you know, of money the, the volume of money given And Neil Lennon got lots of it And his recruitment team And now Nicky Hammond's left And so on So it's going to be about Shopping better is it not Rather yeah. than throwing It's not, it's not about money. spending money It's about recruiting better yeah. You know you, I mean you can look at you know, we, we, we can mention a, a number of players Over the years It's not always the biggest buys That are the most successful buys You know it, It's making sure you spend it wisely um, and, and I think Celtic have spent a significant amount of money, but it hasn't been wisely spent. So it's about your knowledge. It's about you know the type of players you want to bring in, both te- technically and and also mentally. How can they cope playing for Celtic? The demands that that brings, mm-hmm. and sometimes that takes a little bit longer. Like with saw saw with Rangers. I mean, for a couple of years they looked a bit fragile and admitted it. I think um, James Tavernier and that would admitted that they were a bit nervous. So you need players who can handle playing. For Celtic With the demand First That day. brings Style And substance Ross what are the main boxes You think Eddie Howe ticks um, I think he reminds me of I'm not saying he's as good as But I think he reminds me of, of A bit like Brendan Rodgers um, I think He, he plays attacking football um, And I think he would bring He, he would bring that factor To, to, um, to Celtic again um, I do. I do think that um, we need someone that's going to it's going to maybe try and take us into the Champions League. I know it's 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 going to take a bit of money to get in there, but I think Eddie Howe for me is is up there with Brendan Rodgers. I think he reminds me of him, and I think if we get somebody like that, then Celtic will definitely go places like we did with Rodgers. The Champions League point is a crucial one, Ross, because if you win the league next season, then. You go into the group stages of the Champions League If you go into the group stages of the Champions League That means you get a small fortune mm-hmm. In fact by Scottish standards mm-hmm. A big fortune mm-hmm. So that can sway the mm-hmm. balance of power here Yeah but, that's interesting isn't it Because all of a sudden we went from We, we were sort of living under the the pretense That this was the most important season mm-hmm. in however long Because oh, 10 was going to be yeah. won or 10 was going to be stopped you, you yeah. can make a case that the next season next is the season, most important yeah, one because you get that financially. Automatic. Yeah, you're probably minimum thirty million. There's obviously going to be a new, new kind of part of the tournament as well, possibly. So maybe even guaranteed more money. Mm. Uh, but you know, we, 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 listen, we, we're talking. We, we don't know for sure, of course, about Eddie Howe. But the the, the criticism that the the Bournemouth directors gave Eddie Howe was his recruitment. Towards yep. his last season yeah. They were very unhappy Dominic Solanke and guys like that. Solanke I, I, I think was 15 million They brought him in before I know he moved them out But they they were very unhappy They felt that they had 
Given him the resources That a club that Bournemouth Could afford And they weren't They weren't too impressed By some of the signings So I mean that There is still that element to, yeah. to, to, to decide whether he's, he gets that right Or whether that's moved on to a new director of football yeah, Ross, is that why Although the manager is going to get all the debate On shows like this and all the headlines It's actually going to be the full the full package The full team that, that comes here That is, is going to define success Not not just Eddie Howe Yeah, definitely I, I, I think that it's going to have to be a collective um, And I think that there is obviously a rebuilding job Needing to be done at Celtic um, But I think Eddie Howe is the start of it and I think if we can if we can bring in a couple of quality signings that can maybe strengthen us up, I, I do think if we're going to lose like a defender and and potentially Edward, then I think maybe a defender, a midfielder, and a striker is somewhere where we need to kind of strengthen up. But I do think that Eddie Howe's got the contacts to bring success to Celtic, and I think obviously if we can get the players in the door that can take his places, then I think success will only will only follow. Ross, you missed out one vital. Component A goalkeeper <laughs> You've got three goalkeepers At Celtic You couldn't make a, You couldn't make A first team goalkeeper Out of the three of them If you welded <laughs> them together So the first thing you need Is a goalkeeper Because Fraser Forster The season before last Was Immense for Celtic And Celtic Dithered over Fraser Forster And then Somehow Somebody Suggested that A goalkeeper from Greece That went well uh, and Celtic's first requirement for the new season is a goalkeeper. Agree, 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 hundred percent. I do think a goalkeeper is is, is definitely needed. Um, the only the only thing I think with Foster is the fact that he's he's playing for Southampton. I don't think he would he would come back up to Scotland. Um, but I, I do think we need somebody like his calibre, somebody that's got Premier League experience that that can that can give us that kind of. Uh, the stability at the back Alright thank you very much Ross Pleasure to speak to you Danny Logan's on Twitter Get Eddie unveiled And let's win the Scottish Cup And end the season on a high Says Danny Simple as that At Clyde SSB on Twitter 01419511025 It's a great time to call You could be up next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here It's the usual number to get in touch You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB We are asking all fans tonight How much does the Scottish Cup Mean to you How high up your list of priorities Is it Rangers fans Let's hear from you Obviously it would be um, part of that double If you were to go on and win it Celtic fans How much would it salvage your season How far would it go To making amends uh, For what happened in the league Let us know on the phones Or on Twitter Paul says Celtic have to have the Scottish Cup Top of their priorities A season without a single trophy Is the biggest disaster After the amount of dominance We've had in the past few years Let's bring in Scott And see what he's got for us tonight Take it away Scott Hi guys how's doing Good, um, Just before I make my point Can I comment on the Scottish Cup I was lucky to be the final in uh, 1985 when David Proven and uh, Frank McGarvey scored in uh, the 100th one. And uh, the Scottish Cup's a massive party any any yeah. season. Every yeah. season. doesn't matter which season it is, it's a massive part every season. So for me, it's great to win it. Yeah, I like the way we still value it up here, don't we? Down, down the road, it's a bit watered down. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Scott, carry on. Uh, no um, my point's about Eddie Howe. Um, I don't know how much or how... how if, um, Anyway, anybody in the panel's actually done any research into Eddie Howe about the way his teams play, about him as a person, about a man as a manager. Um, but I, I watched minus seventeen, which was the story of Eddie Howe when he took over at Bournemouth, um, when they were seventeen points basically behind everybody else before a ball was kicked. 
and he came in, I think it was round about September, um, when they were already well behind as well, and uh, the first thing I noticed in the documentary was the way he got everybody in the club behind him, 100%, everybody. Um, then he brought back a, an, old, an old former player, uh, called Steve Fletcher, I think his name was, and he brought him back in, he was a fan's favourite, he disappeared, the previous manager hadn't played him, and he went away to do his own thing, so he, again he's brought back somebody with feeling for the club, um, and just his all-round demeanour, the way he speaks to people, the way he conducts himself, seems to be a very, very impressive guy. This guy's only, I think he's only 41 now, Is that For, about right 40, 43 years. 43. Do you know he's, put, he's, he's uh, managed over 600 games in England at that age? Now, but, that's a lot of experience they've got. Granted, some it's, a lot has been in the lower divisions, but he's managed to promote a Bournemouth side. It didn't spend a lot of money. Through the leagues, yes, he had a very short time at Burnley. That was only after two years at Bournemouth originally. And I think he discovered quite quickly it was the wrong club and went back to Bournemouth where he'd done a fantastic job getting them into the Premiership and then keeping them there. Um, his style of football, probably would, most Celtic fans will like it because he plays for what I can gather a 4-4-2. Um, and he does a high press as well, which is something that loads of teams are obviously do now. It seems to be the, the given thing. Um, but I, I'm firmly behind the guy. If, if that's who we get, I'd be very, I'd be very happy. I actually wanted him before we got Brendan Rodgers, believe it or not, which was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right, Scott, um, the, the, I, I thought he was a good, uh, a good choice then. The backstory is well known, and is the reason why Eddie Howe is in Dermot Desmond's house a few days ago in London. Now we have to bring ourselves up to date. It is the circumstances. As they pertain here and now Steven Gerrard After three seasons Has won the title with Rangers He's got good infrastructure At Ibrox In terms of recruitment uh, In terms of his backroom staff uh, His European performances Are first class Rangers are motoring At Celtic Park right now There's been a season of turmoil and many, many players are going out the door at the end of the season. It is not what Eddie Howe has done in the past at Bournemouth. It is what Eddie Howe is capable of doing from yeah, but, now. But how do you make a judgment on what he's going to be capable of doing in the future? You look at what he's done in the past. That's uh, all but, we can but, do. Uh, We've got but, nothing else to go on. So Scott's just telling you he's pleased because of what he's seen. I think that's yeah, that's perfectly uh, natural. But I'm not making a judgment on what will take place in the future. I'm just saying that the backstory is well known and is but, the but reason that's why. Though. That's how, that's how people form opinions and whether it's going to be good or not going forward. Surely, at Bournemouth, the backstory is well known. This is a different country, a different league, a different approach. On and off the park And you have to see If Eddie Howe First of all Wants it Because we are talking tonight As if He was definitely The next Celtic manager That hasn't been Established yet Jim you need to, mm-hmm. You need character In, in any job And mm-hmm. in any managerial job Are we Are we a bit of a one-off That does the The, the kind of pressure The goldfish bowl The expectation mm-hmm. Does that require that that's something extra because I think you know Scott's right. Eddie Howe is regarded as a very good coach. Did a terrific job yeah. at Bournemouth. Yeah, I think that. Listen, you talk, you've you've spoken to, and I know Hugh's spoken to just about every um, old firm uh, manager over, over the last few decades, and they'll always say you, you don't really know what it is until you until you walk through those doors and and and, and you get that responsibility placed on your shoulders. So it is it is unique, uh, and and only those ones that have, that have crossed that path before can 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 tell Eddie Howe about it. But 
I have no problem with Scott said about the you know the fact that it didn't go great at Burnley because you can go into a different type of club and it, and you just don't feel right or something doesn't click. He went away from it relatively quickly, and as I said, and then went back to Bournemouth and it, where he felt at home. So he had a terrific, absolutely outstanding record for the majority of the time at Bournemouth, uh, and and now as I said, it's, it's time for a new challenge. And if he gets the Celtic job, I think he would be a good appointment. I really do, um, but. I'm I'm always a wee bit sceptical when people say things like, oh, he does a high press and all that. I mean, listen, I, I remember Tommy Burns very, very well. Ask any player that played with Tommy Burns. Tommy insisted on his team high pressing. They didn't get that phrase at that time, but that's how they played. And that was 20 odd years ago, whatever. So you, you'll get these buzz phrases now that, that sometimes people latch onto. It's, there is a style of football that he wants to play. But as I said, yeah, he has to marry it with being successful at Celtic, and that's that's ultimately going to be his test. Because although winning the championship and getting promotion was very very important in the previous leagues before that, at Celtic, I mean, it's it's almost you, you, even you, 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 you're, you're damned if if you do and if you don't uh, win titles and trophies. Uh, Scott, nice to hear from you. I'll dig out that documentary and put it in Hugh Keevan's VHS list for this weekend. He can he can study up. Thank you. Let's bring in, want to squeeze one more in before the news. Uh, Dominic is a Rangers fan. Dominic, what's on your mind tonight? Hi, Gordon. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Hello. Hi, good, Dominic. Hi, fine. Uh, just to make a point, um, what, what is uh, sure for... Uh, I've got two points, Gordon, please, if I, if I may, just don't give the time. Um, what is, does you think that... Eddie Howe coming up here would actually challenge Stephen Gerrard if he's if he gets the right backing. Well, of course he's he's up here. Well, he may be up here, uh, knowing that is the job. The job is to challenge Stephen Gerrard and Rangers. That's the only job he has. Uh, Does that go back to what we were saying though That actually that part of it Is going to be about much more than just Eddie Howe. It's going to be about who's around him, what players you get. Celtic didn't win 10 in a row Because the recruitment was awful Awful players were brought in Who were no use to Celtic And the, the manager lost his way Very early on And the season imploded Now Eddie Howe If he takes the job Has to come in He has to recruit exceptionally well As we've said He needs a dominant goalkeeper To begin with And a, practically a whole new defence uh, And the only job he has is to catch Rangers, better Rangers, get into the group stages of the Champions League. That is the job. Sure, can I come back now? Yeah. Should Stephen, should Stephen Gerrard become uh, be scared because Celtic have been absolutely baffled this season, right? We all know that. But should Stephen Gerrard be scared because why should he be panicking or any of the Rangers fans panicking because Celtic have get their, as you put it, as your is the Hollywood marquee if it's Eddie Howe if, it, if, it's, if he's always going to get the Celtic job uh, there's no suggestion <laughs> no suggestion here or anywhere else that uh, Stephen Gerrard is scared of anything Stephen Gerrard for all of his professional life as player and manager has shown psychological strength uh, and uh, he obviously feels even better about himself and the club because of the title win it's quite simple Steven Gerrard's job Is to keep Celtic In second place And if Eddie Howe Takes the job at Celtic His job is to get Above Steven Gerrard That's all that matters Dominic don't mean to pe- Put words in your mouth But I take it What you're saying is As a Rangers fan That would not be An appointment That, that worried you Is that what you're saying? 
I will, Gordon, to be honest, I wanted, I, I, I was, like most of us, Ranger, Rangers uh, supporters for wanting Roy Keane, but Eddie Howe, it's no, you're correct uh, saying that, mm. nah, it's not something that would worry me, myself personally, because, uh, don't be wrong, you did a good job at Bournemouth, but remember him at the Burnley, failed, he was absolutely hopeless, so... Yeah, but I mean, it, listen, as I said before, it, I can, mean, it can happen that, you know, you go to a club, it just doesn't click. I mean, what, what he actually shown was real strength of character going and being successful after that. We're just not you know? in the market to get managers that tick every box, are we? No. We can acknowledge that from the outset. But Stephen Gerrard was a well, novice. That's what I was going to say, Dominic, Dominic's his own team, Stephen Gerrard had the, the career, mm-hmm. the aura, mm-hmm. the status. Mm-hmm. But it still took but, him to the, the third year but, before he was successful. But the box he didn't tick was the experience, and mm. the rest was fine because yes. he put good people round about him, got the project, mm. eventually won the league. So there's going to need to be there's going to need to be a perceived weakness yeah. in there probably for most of the appointments but we get. Dominic was saying would be you know scared or whatever else we wouldn't use that phrase. But Stephen Gerrard's job was to at the time was was obviously Brendan Rodgers was there, and it was to you know take the title away. Eventually, Not immediately though, yeah. Eventually, he won it. Um, but as I said, there's no there's no too many managers would get that period of time. Um, but rega- regardless of who, who gets in at Celtic, you know they, they, they'll have that, a massive challenge because Rangers structurally are very very good now. They've already signed players for next season. They, they're they're making sure they're making strides ahead. Stephen Gerrard will insist. Rangers were outstanding this season, and I think we've got to remember that rather than Celtic's demise. But you know, you still have to keep it going, and anything can happen in football. As we saw with Liverpool this season, who are like a, a team, you know, with you lose players through injury, you know, maybe that hunger goes, all these sort of things. So there's still a lot to be uh, to be shown from Rangers. Can they back up? Can I mean, to, particularly defensively, which they were absolutely magnificent. Can they keep mm. that solidity for another season? Right, I think we've reached that stage of the night, Dominic. Sorry to cut it short, but pick up the phone and speak to us again, please. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Okay, beat the pundit time. What a nice way to end the week. The sun is shining, loads of you may be off work today. You can round it all off. You come on here and you embarrass Hugh Keevans or Jim Duffy. I mean, what what a prospect for you. 01419511025. <laughs> you do need to be quick though, because the lines close at seven. And that means your chance to beat the pundit is up next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy here. Uh, holiday weekend, sun shining, and so far, Hugh, everybody's in such great mood on the show. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. fully in agreement with each other. There's a real sense of optimism in the air. What could possibly go wrong? Did you bang your head coming in here? <laughs> One or two minor disagreements I think that we'll put it down to that uh, You can phone You can join in at Clyde SSB on Twitter Lots of the early discussion About Eddie Howe But there's lots more to come uh, This evening over the weekend We're asking about Your Scottish Cup thoughts How important is it to you This season I know it's Very difficult schedule For some of the lower league sides We'll get Jim Duffy's insight Into that in just a second uh, Rangers fans What about you How much Appetite have you got for that double? I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, but was it all about the league? Would this be just a bonus, or do you now re- reassess those aims between now and the end of the season? We'll hear from the Rangers camp next as soon as we do this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time, the last one of the week. I think it's been a bit of a mixed bag, has it? We did have some. Some pundit victories, some listener victories So let's see what we've got tonight with Graham 
Who's on the line from Cathcart And he's an Aberdeen fan How's it going Graham? Yeah good thanks yourselves Good thank you Is this going to be the first leg Of <laughs> Dumbarton against Aberdeen The teams do it for real At 12.15 tomorrow It could be you against Jim Duffy tonight Yeah that was kind of What I said to the producer there just, oh, like if, I could, if I could get Jim Duffy uh, Before tomorrow's match you know. <laughs> and then obviously A beat the pundit victory Would be That would be the one You would want the most Out of the two yeah yeah, well, as long as I get one right, that's more than Aberdeen are probably going to get. There's <laughs> <laughs> a very pessimistic Aberdeen fan there. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Right, heads, it will be Hugh Evans, and he'll spoil the party. Tails, it will be the Dumbarton Aberdeen rivalry. We'll kick it off a few hours early. Oh, and it is as well. The coin never lets you down. Tails, Jim Duffy, right. up against Graham from Cathcart. So, Jim, I'll give you the usual Clyde 2 to listen to. Yes, so that he can't hear your answers anymore, Graham. I'll put 30 seconds on this clock and I'll just remind you one last time that you can pass, okay? Okay, cheers. Great stuff. 30 seconds and your time starts now. Name either team playing in the Scottish Cup tonight. Inverness. Who's Celtic's top scoring Scotsman this season? Cal uh, McGregor. Which Scottish club did Christoph Berra sign a pre contract with today? Race Rovers. Who were the last side Scotland men's team faced at a major tournament? Uh, Norway Who beat Rangers the last time they reached the Scottish Cup final? Uh, Queen of South Who was the England manager immediately before Gareth Southgate? Sam Allardyce Which Scottish Premiership manager just co-authored a book which was released this week? Um, Graham Alexander Okay, let's bring back Jim Duffy Jim, can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Name either team Playing in the Scottish Cup tonight uh, Ross County Who is Celtic's Top scoring Scotsman This season uh, Ryan Christie Which Scottish club Did Christoph Berra Sign a pre-contract With today uh, Race Rovers Who were the last side That the Scotland Men's team Faced at a major tournament oh, Brazil Who beat Rangers The last time They reached the Scottish Cup final Oh um, That wasn't uh, we'll Say Aberdeen Who was the England manager Immediately before Gareth Southgate Steve McLaren Which Scottish Premiership manager Has co-authored a book Which was released this week Oh good question I don't even have a clue So let me think um, Co-authored a book Quick 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 Stephen Gerrard Okay let's <laughs> Graham, How do you think it went uh, Yeah I got a couple a couple wrong there I, I kind of misheard one of the questions The oh. Rangers one But yeah well, He got a couple He got a couple wrong as well Don't you worry yeah. about that mm-hmm. Name either team playing in the cup tonight Ross County or Inverness So you both got mm-hmm. off to a good start Who is Celtic's top scoring Scotsman this season? David Turnbull it is David yeah, Turnbull oh. None of you got it right You both knew that Wraith Rovers Is the next mm-hmm. club for Christoph Berra So it's two all Who are the last side Scotland's men's team faced At a major tournament? Morocco Morocco I, Yeah, the end of France I was there. I think you both made a meal of this And I can't really think why Who beat Rangers the last time They reached the Scottish Cup final? Celtic No <laughs> Hibs Hibs Oh, Scottish David, yeah. David Gray. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. As um, well. Right, who was the England manager immediately before Gareth Southgate? Great shout, this Graham Sam Allardyce. Oh, it, yeah. it was a pretty short one, spell. Yeah, short spell. Um, yeah. So Graham goes three two up. Which Scottish Premiership manager has co-authored a book which was released this week? Hugh? Mickey Mickey Mellon. It is Mickey oh, Mellon. Right. Was it based around the first one hundred days yeah. of, oh, yeah, of yeah, management? Right. I've, I've uh, so your Sam Allardyce knowledge has mm. won it for you, Graham. A oh, three you. for you. And the two for Jim Duffy That just mm. means them Barton are knocking Aberdeen out of the cup tomorrow I'm afraid <laughs> Yeah I'll take, I'll take that That's fine <laughs> How is life as an Aberdeen fan Graham Are you feeling optimistic
optimistic, Stephen Glass, Scott Brown? Well, I mean, I've, I've sat through 90 minutes of every game in the last you know few months and I've seen one goal from open play, I think, in, in like 12. But yeah, obviously things are hopefully uh, moving in the right direction. Uh, a bit of a gamble, I think. But um, yeah, it seems positive. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. What about the, uh, the, the Scott Brown signing? Is that one that excites you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you can't really argue with, with his record, and it's really up to him now to just come and you know kick on and prove himself up here as well. You know, we all, we all know what he's about and what he's done previously, so it's about uh, you know proving that up here. Uh, so we'll see how he gets on. You know, I'm I'm, I'm optimistic though. Good man, Graham. Enjoy the signed ball. We would wish you well for tomorrow. We just we can't wow. wish you that well, obviously. <laughs> Come on, we've got loyalties. <laughs> They've got a massive advantage. The 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 run from Aberdeen, one goal, oh. one. Uh, winning 10 games is horrendous but they've got a massive advantage because mm. part-time players are being run into the ground oh, I thought I thought Jim it was the multi-million pound budget advantage you yes. was going to talk no, about no, no I, don't, I think there's a massive physical advantage for Aberdeen yeah. tomorrow full-time players playing a part-time team Playing their fourth game in seven days. Yeah, what see what is it like, Jim? Because mm. Cove Rangers are are playing against Rangers. Yeah. We had Paul Hartley on the show mm. last night. The night before, we had Lee Miller on mm. Falkirk playing Celtic, and I detected from mm. both of them. How would I put this politely? An indifference about the mm. fixture. You know, usually you think yeah. brilliant, we're yeah. going there, but first mm. of all, there's no fans. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you guys have got a mad schedule to fit mm. in. Would it be extreme to say that the Scottish Cup for the League One mm. and Two sides yeah. is? Bit of an inconvenience. Yeah, I think I think this season there's not the same excitement about it, uh, Gordon, uh, because because the fans first and foremost, because you've still got such a difficult game, but you're not getting the same financial rewards. Of course, if it's on TV, there is some benefit, but it's not at the same level as it would have been if you've got you know forty thousand people at the game or something like that. And, and if we we're playing Aberdeen, Dumbarton would have been sold out. Um, so you've got the whole the atmosphere, the commercial aspect, the financial aspect, uh, you know everything. So yeah, I mean it's still every bit as difficult a game, but without maybe having the same benefits and rewards that the, that the smaller clubs might might normally get. Uh, and and amongst that, as Hugh said, the schedule's been absolutely ridiculous um, since we started back. I mean in, in Aberdeen, as Celtic and Rangers have had, have had a lot of their players have had a break. A lot of them are involved in international duty. You get that as well. But but they've had they've had a bit of a break somewhere along the line, whereas um, as I said, the part time yeah. clubs in particular, I think it's been a real a real test of endurance. So you've played Saturday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm. Does it just rub it? Does it is it just salt in the mm. wounds that not only are you playing tomorrow is twelve fifty? Does that make any difference? Or once you've had this type mm. of week, you think oh just make it nine o'clock and get yeah, it over? Yeah, with. probably does. An extra few hours can can make the difference. You know, it just just gets you know gets the legs going. You can maybe go up a little bit earlier, go for a little bit of a walk, just get the legs going a little bit. Clear your head But you won't have that You'll literally mm. go out your bed Get yourself showered Get to the ground And, and prepare for the match But listen Are the, you, the, the, what, are you go, walking you know, windied Or are you, you going to manage? Uh, I mean, listen you, you, you manage You get you, we Obviously you've got, you, you'll have players missing You'll have one or two players Particularly from, from last night um, I'll be tired A bit fatigued But I think when this game comes up Players will still It's on TV They'll still want to go yeah. and perform They still want to take part in it And they still want to show people That they're maybe mm. better Than some people would, would would believe that they are And and to do that You need to give Every, every bit of energy you've got I'm sure the players will do that uh, Rangers next step on the cup journey Is at home to Cove on Sunday Gary McAllister says James Tavernier is nearing a return But he's revealed that Ryan Jack Has seen a specialist this week He says they're trying to get to the bottom of his calf issue. Well, the, the positive on on Tav is that he's, that he's back on the on the grass. So that's that was that was nice to see yesterday. He's, so he's out there training 
uh, on his own, obviously with, with with the physios and stuff. But that's a that's a big that's a big positive. So he's getting he's getting closer and closer. Ryan has been in London the last couple of days to to, to done it some specialists. Uh, so we're we're awaiting some of the results coming back up from London on on those on that visit. We're obviously just done there trying to just further investigations of trying to get to the bottom of, of Ryan's problems. So we'll, we'll wait for the results of that. I think Nico Katic is back in the grass, which is is, is good to hear as well and good to see. Um, so and then we're just obviously waiting on all the international guys coming back. They're all they're all due back in today. Let's bring in Scott, who's a Rangers fan in Shawland. Scott, how much are you looking forward to, to the Scottish Cup this season? I think, obviously, just with the league being won, uh, it's really it's the next thing, isn't it? And I think it would just cap off a perfect season by grabbing League and Cup double. Uh, I think I always like to see the Scottish Cup being won. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, it would just be a nice way to end the season. Yeah, I mean, teams like Rangers, Celtic, they're going to try and win every game. They want to win cups, but I, I wonder, Scott, if the the way this season's panned out does give you a sort of a kind of re- renewed appetite for it. Because we would usually be well into the Scottish Cup by now, but we're not. And as you say, the league is actually wrapped up before our so-called bigger clubs have really got their their Scottish Cup campaigns underway. So th- th- does that allow you to almost? You know, focus entirely on that. The league's wrapped up. You'll you'll play out the rest of the games. You'll get trophy day, and now it all becomes about trying to win that that double. Uh, no, I think I think Stephen Gerrard's a wee bit um, too forward thinking for that. I think he'll be looking to play guys like Scott Wright more often. He'll be trying to get um, Itton to get a few more goals under his belt by the end of the season. We have you to that qualifying round in the Champions League um, in the summer so he's going to want to come back from the end of the season all guns blazing so the league will play a big part in getting yeah. confidence high Scottish Cup as well um, and yeah Celtic have got this uh, new manager coming in you know he's, wanting, he's going to want to set the flag down for Rangers to say listen we're not going anywhere Yeah I mean Hugh the, the incentive's obvious if you are yeah. Rangers and you've had to suffer for so many years without a trophy one's great Two is even better than that That's what's potentially a few games away This season has been about the transfer of power Celtic had a stranglehold in the Scottish game for nine seasons And now Rangers are the champions Uh, Celtic have history on their side They've won the Scottish Cup four times in a row Which has, up until Celtic started their run Had never been done in the history of our game before So when they beat the Hearts uh, on penalties That was four in a row With regard to the Scottish Cup So Rangers want to take That little bit of history And deposit that in the bin as well And take the Scottish Cup From Celtic So This has been about The re-emergence of Rangers After the ten years of misery uh, I went to the bank today I've rarely seen as many Rangers t-shirts Replica shirts That was just the staff <laughs> Uh, so it's about the re-emergence of a team And the, the supporters like Scott on the line They want that re-emergence to be topped off By a league and cup double Can you imagine what his bank account looks like Jim See when he gets to be on-screen balance I mean he probably can't work the ATM But once he eventually does There's enough, well, enough I don't, I, decimal I don't places know. A few there. doubloons maybe somewhere oh, put away But I think that from you know, look. If you look at if you look at Rangers, obviously, I think they should be. I mean, they've got to be targeting. You know, you can't just be happy with one trophy. Yeah, it was the most important mm. one. But Rangers looking to be, you know, cement 
um, their role as the dominant side have to be looking to win the Scottish Cup as well and uh, you know try to finish the season unbeaten you know Scott's saying there he might play a few other players but from a commercial point of view Rangers will want to finish it because if you're selling t-shirts and you know the various other things that you can sell where you know the, you know, the unbeaten tag or you know yeah. invincibles or call it what you like whatever phrases you want to use then that's a, that's brings huge income into football clubs um, as well so I think Rangers have got a lot to play for between now and the season but I definitely think the priority now will be the Scottish Cup and should be the Scottish Cup I'm going to have to keep repeating myself just in case someone switches on and says oh, is Eddie Howe the new Celtic manager? He's not, he's just no. in the driving seat um, and naturally it's the name on everyone's lips and that's where the discussion goes uh, Scott, and I know you did have a point on that as well Yeah, it was just to say um, I'm not particularly worried about if it is Eddie Howe um, not because I don't rate him, because I think he is a good manager, um, done well, but I just think Stephen Gerrard's too clever now. He's been up here a few years, he knows the lay of the land, and he's never underestimated anybody in his time. I think the problem Celtic had this year was too much of the club um, and their fans underestimated Rangers. Stephen Gerrard's not going to underestimate Eddie Howe. Uh, and I think if Rangers win the league next season, get that Champions League money the, the following year, it's going to be... An almighty task for anybody to come in I, I know the way it works Scott here you, you kind of do that with the managers They're the headline act if you like But is this kind of season not shown as actually about the importance of Of the machine, of, of everything Stephen Gerrard I'm sure would be the first to say How vital Gary McAllister is And Michael Beale who apparently Andy Halliday's on this show Telling us how much of a, a tactical input he has And Ross Wilson is the director of football And they've got the recruitment right So although it will be billed as as Eddie Howe v, v Stephen Gerrard Is there not more to it than that? Yeah, that's that's exactly it um, And I, I just feel like from top to bottom At Celtic they underestimated Rangers And didn't realise that there was a team That were capable of winning the league last season Stephen Gerrard knows how important Every single part of the uh, football side is um, And he's not going to accept anything less than the best I think I, I don't think Celtic underestimated Rangers I think Celtic were just rotten And uh, Rangers at the same time Were exceptionally good Magnificent in defence uh, Everything That went their way They worked hard to get um, I don't think Celtic underestimated them Celtic just didn't have the, the people Who could cope with them Let's hear a bit more from Gary McAllister uh, Hang on the line Scott if you don't mind And I'll get your thoughts on this He says he's seen no signs of Alan McGregor slowing down uh, he signed that contract extension this week And the Rangers assistant says he is meticulous in his preparation No-brainer, you know, absolutely I think he thoroughly deserves it as well Massive workhorse, you know, he's, the way he comes in here every day And his he's preparation for, for games is, is, is pretty pretty stunning All goalkeepers work extremely hard You know, during my, my time as a player and, 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 th- and through working at clubs Goalkeepers, you know, they, 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 they are different they're different. They're different makeup to to outfield players, but but Alan is he really is something different, you know, because he's, he's he's meticulous in his preparation, and it's no surprise that you know the saves that he makes on a you know whether it be first minute, last minute, the you know against a team at the bottom of the league, at the top of the league, or in a European tie, his concentration focus is is there to be seen, and it's I think it's uh, it's well deserved that he's that he's got another year. What did you make of that news this week, Scott? Oh, I was absolutely delighted. To be honest, I, I think Alan McGregor is just 
one of the best, one of the best going. I'm obviously biased, and as a child of the nineties, I never thought I would say it, but he's right up there with Gorham for me. Just a total purebred winner. He would have played in that nineties side or any of the other sides that have been. Well, be, being of that vintage as well, I'd have to say I agree with you. What, a 90s child? You know, well, you're well, a 90s child. child of the 60s. Well, 1890s. Child, <laughs> child, of, child of the 40s, really, <laughs> yeah. if you want to bring my date of birth into it. But um, McGregor is terrific and, you know, as good as Gorham. And there is it. There's the problem in a nutshell for Celtic. You know, you're looking at McGregor and underneath him, there's John McLaughlin, a very good goalkeeper. Celtic have three goalkeepers who have a major problem for goalkeepers. Everything that's in between the posts and underneath the crossbar is a problem to them. Jim, mm. the reaction in the last couple of nights, Scott's delighted. We had you know, mm. tweets and calls basically saying that it's probably the best signing Stephen Gerrard could make. You know, mm. Forget whatever happens in yeah. the rest of the summer and I'm sure he will try and top it, but, but that could already be the most mm. important piece for next season. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic piece of business from Rangers. I think everyone thought it would happen. It was really just whether Alan McGregor felt as if his body could could take, as, as Gary McAllister says, the demands of you know day to day training and uh, you know the expectation level. But certainly, as, as a performer, he's he's been immense since he walked in the door at Rangers again. And he's one of those ones when when he gets signed at first, people think, well, Rangers didn't really need a goalkeeper. Fodering was mm. doing well, and so, but. You know, it's, it's just been a sensational signing, and and I think you, again he's the he's the one to follow next year again. Uh, Scott, thank you very much. It was nice to speak to you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to take more of your calls, and I'll give these two a full time teaser next. Only looking for five names tonight, oh. but that tells you there's five mm. difficult names. Oh. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevens are about to be joined by Craig on the line. But let me give you tonight's teaser first. And uh, thank you mm. to Mikey for sending it in. I must admit, I chopped Mikey's question down a little bit mm. because you two would have been here goodness <laughs> knows how long if I had given you the full whack. So uh, chopped it down. Mm. You're looking for five Scottish players. They've played for the old firm They've got more than 190 English Premier League appearances But fewer than 10 goals So five Scots They've played for the old firm They've got more than 190 English Premier League appearances But they've got fewer than 10 goals Right, five Scots I might give you a wee clue as to what what bit of the pitch they play in? <laughs> Gary Caldwell. No. I don't know which of those he falls down on. So, so see the hundred and eighty appearances, you say pre- Premier English League? Premier League, yeah. Premier League, great, okay. So five Scots played for the old firm, more than hundred and ninety English Premier League appearances, but fewer than ten goals. Mm. Any Scottish defenders that have that- played in the English Premier League? That have played for the old firm? Oh, that's an Scottish. ominous, ominous silence. No, I'm trying to think, but the one I was he's got to score many ten goals. Who? Duncan Ferguson, I was thinking. The, yeah, no, much more. So yeah. the, most of them are going to be defenders, aren't they? For that yeah. amount of appearances and, and no goal, uh, fewer than ten. Right. Uh, when did the English Premier League? Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Uh, Colin Henry. Yes, there we go. Two hundred and eighteen English Premier League appearances, only eight goals, and he's played for Rangers. Well done. Okay, easy as that. One down. And four to get Let's bring in Craig Hi Craig What's on your mind tonight? Hi Gordon Hi panel How's it going? Um, 
the, the, the Scottish Cup, listen, I, I genuinely believe the Scottish Cup is, is of the utmost importance. It's, it's, it's damn near vital. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, yes, we've won the league this season um, and we've been phenomenal. But Stephen Gerrard's record in the domestic cups has been abysmal over his, his tenure. It's one of the, you know, few things that have been really, really poor under Gerrard. Um, you know, we've had the League Cup final last year, the only Cup final we've got to under him, only the second Cup final we've been in the last 10 years. Um, we should have won that game and didn't, you know, because of Fraser Foster. Um, you look at some of the ways we've went out, you know, whether it be to Aberdeen on a number of occasions or Motherwell or, for me, what I would consider to be the worst Cup exit we've made, um, which was this season, to St Mirren, you know, a, a blemish on a very good season so far. Um, so it is important because we need to show that we can win cups as well as win leagues, you know, because uh, as I'm sure the guys will know, um, when you're at Rangers or Celtic, it, you know, your job isn't just to win a league title, your job's also to go and win the cups as much as you possibly can as well. Um, and we need to show that we're capable of a cup run and that we can go and win a cup instead of getting put out in dismal fashion uh, as we have done on a number of occasions. Yeah, the St Mirren result was absolutely mystifying to me. Uh, Rangers having equalised so late into the game. And the form they were in yeah, at that time. You just assumed, uh, well, there was a bit of a, an off night, but it'll be all right. Uh, and then somehow St Mirren came back. Uh, it's the only domestic defeat of the season for Rangers. Uh, I just happen to think that uh, if you've had 10 years of misery and that's been ended by winning the championship at Celtic's expense, you want, mm. for the usual reasons of the simple, uncomplicated lives that we lead here in the west of Scotland, you want it for the bragging rights again. Yeah, Jim, it's maybe mm. coming a Slightly different order for Rangers yeah, On on paper you would think that as you move back Towards trying to win things Winning a cup is, is easier It's fewer mm. games uh, Then you might look at league Then you might look at doing well in Europe Rangers mm. have all Stephen Gerrard's mm. European record has a big tick next to mm. His league record now has a big tick Because mm. he's won the league uh, and, and In a strange way it's now the cup that's remaining in Craig's yeah, eyes Yeah but Craig's right I mean the, 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 the cup competitions has been very poor Because of the opportunities They've been playing in Glasgow for a start You know against Aberdeen Obviously against St Mirren You know they've had poor, poor results in those situations And that's, that's the reason why I think it's, it's, it's got to be paramount You've really got to give everything to, to make sure you become a serial winner Not just a one-off uh, A club like Rangers have to be serial winners You know that, And they have to look to dominate uh, each competition uh, they enter And I think the fans will expect that now um, So yeah, for me I think this is a huge competition for Rangers this season And I think it's, it really um, says all about Rangers The mentality and the hunger and desire Allied to the, the quality they've got To make sure that they can win another trophy Yeah, what do you make of that side of it, Craig? Because the Rangers will want to win it You win a cup, you get you get the trophy You get the glory, fine But, but for next season Would that also send out a bit more of a statement If Rangers are... Undeniably the, the dominant domestic side Of course they have been In, in the league and, and the league is the kind of main The main one But if they were to go out And win the Scottish Cup Convincingly as well Does that just add to that mentality As Jim says? Well absolutely Because I think It's, it's a different mentality Because You know uh, in, in the league You know If you do have a, an off day Or you get a poor result Or you know a draw or, or even if you lose a game You know By and large Most of the time You can recover from that You know One bad result Doesn't end your league season um, whereas with a cup, you know, you either win 
or you're out. It's as simple as that. So it's a different mentality, you know, and it's, it's a mentality of known as one or bust. Um, and that's a side of it that they need to be able to, to, to show as well. And it is a bit dominant because if Rangers can win the Cup this season as well, the Scottish Cup, if the last image played out this season is Rangers hauling the Scottish Cup above their heads, it adds even more pressure to Celtic next season and Eddie Howe and the job that he'll have to do. Because if the last image is Celtic winning the Cup, well, all of a sudden, you know, they, they're starting to get a wee bit of confidence and a bit of hope back and, you know, it might not be as difficult a, a task. So, of course, you want to win the Cup and really show that you are the, the dominant team and prove that this minimum result was nothing more than just a blip um, in the season, which so far it has been. Um, and it's, it's just, I think, it's important. And I think Gerard will want to do that as well. I don't think he wants to leave Scottish football having not been able to win any of the Cups um, because he won a number of them. With Liverpool, you know, and ironically enough, as a player, domestic cups were kind of a strong point for him. Um, yeah, Hugh, I suppose the the dominance which Rangers have have shown in in the league, they've been by far the best team in Scotland this season. It, it figures that you would expect them to win more than one of those trophies, having, uh-huh. having performed the way that, that they have this season. So we know the league cup is gone, um, the league's in the bag. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens between now and me. Well, uh, a Scottish Cup defeat at Tynecastle that had Stephen Gerrard talking yeah, publicly right, yeah. uh, about having a lot of thinking to mm. do. He was a fairly broken man that day at Tynecastle when Daniel Stendhal's side uh, beat Rangers. Um, so I have no doubt that Rangers want to win the Scottish Cup and want it badly, and supporters want it badly because you go back to David Gray Day at Hamden uh, against Hibs when I think. Rangers having put Celtic out in the semi-final Assumptions are always made then That that's it Put Celtic out Hibs will not be a problem So It is uh, An issue that uh, Stephen Gerrard wants to address And I think Rangers are Overwhelming favourites to win the Scottish Cup this season I was going to ask Jim If this season The things we've been over with you The, mm-hmm. the scheduling and all the rest mm-hmm. of it Is it now stacked against the idea of a cup shock more than ever Then I remember that Brora Rangers mm-hmm. are still in the cup yeah. And Hearts are not And Brora had only mm-hmm. trained five times So mm-hmm. um, th- Does that Unpredictability the, the romance of the cup as they call it Is that still Yeah, yeah and sometimes you get those type of seasons Where you know The, the less fancy clubs do well And, and again as I said the, Listen When when you get the, the cup uh, the, the draw Scott says Get through it in the next round I think most teams Other than owners and directors When there's crowds there Want to avoid the old firm and then you take your chances further down the line, uh, uh, you know, and and you you try and avoid you know you try and avoid those teams, but you know, listen, I, I agree with you, absolutely no doubt, Rangers should be huge favourites um, to win the tournament, but they've got to show that mm. t- a mentality, the mentality that they've shown in the league campaign, and so far, as Scott has mentioned, they haven't done that in cups, and they really need to. Do. Yeah, listen, you can have a a decision that goes against you You could lose a player A red card A penalty All these as I said, Things like that That's the reason why Celtic's dominance Has been so extraordinary Because Taking all that into account They still managed to do it Now Rangers Have got to back up Those uh, league performances uh, Some good fixtures To look forward to I just can't stop thinking About the Brora Stranraer journey That's that's <laughs> given me nightmares Hugh Keevans I'm glad that does not um, Concern me But even from a distance it's like, Brora Stranraer It's like emigrating yeah, I think they have to go into quarantine when they go back to Sunrise, wouldn't they? What is that? About five and a half hours? Is there a, diff- oh, is there a time difference? There must yeah. almost be. 
It must be about, it must be about five and a half hours, surely. Yeah, it's got to be at least that. I think six hours and two minutes, says producer Callum. Yeah, I don't know what route he's taking. Is that two um, minutes is vital? So, yeah, <laughs> six hours. Unbelievable. Um, thank you to Craig on the line. Remember, the Scottish Cup does start tonight. We are ten minutes away from kick off between Ross County and Inverness. I say the Scottish Cup starts tonight. I mean the weekend, the Scottish mm. Cup weekend. Um, starts tonight Then it's over to, to Jim Duffy Dumbarton Aberdeen at lunchtime Loads of good fixtures Tomorrow afternoon Celtic Falkirk Tomorrow night Rangers Cove Sunday Queen of the South Hamilton On Monday Lots happening there Honestly Lots to, lots to squeeze in Just good to see Scott Allen Playing tonight actually After his health issues and that. Yeah. He's playing He's playing with Inverness tonight uh, so yeah, good, good to see a real Talented player back And, and ho- you know hopefully you, you, you know Back to full health You can't this is where the teamwork is important in here, Hugh Keevans, because I'm just mm. I'm just reading those off a bit of paper that's stuck in mm. front of me, right, on the window. And um, producer Callum's just buzzed me in my ear, went, no, no, that's not right. Queen of the South Hamilton is not on Monday. Why <laughs> Why are you saying that? And he wrote mm. it and he's admitting that. That's fine. <laughs> Hibs are playing, of course. Mm. Queen of the South Hibs on Monday. I don't know why it says Hamilton. <laughs> there we go. I've got Hamilton in the cup, but mm. yeah, Hibs. So there we go Hamilton place in Mirren Don't they? Yes We got there We got there in the and end And of course You lot are Playing for Martin yeah. Wherever that is Yeah Gordon DL said He would have been there If it weren't yeah, for the, yeah, the Travel yeah, yeah. restrictions mm. He said he was planning On going up And he's Yeah he's gutted He's distraught <laughs> That he can't be there Anymore on the teaser uh, Alan Hutton um, No Davy Weir Yes, oh. 235 appearances for Everton Only 9 goals, just misses out Richard Goff? No, okay, we'll leave it there yeah. Let's bring in Martin in Falkirk What's your point tonight, Martin? It was about Eddie Howe Obviously it's not concrete that he's getting the job mm-hmm. But it seems like he probably will um, Eddie Howe is an appointment As a Rangers fan, Eddie Howe is an appointment Maybe years gone by that may have Giving me the fear just a wee bit because he is an exceptional manager. Admitting one season with Burnley, had a fantastic run with um, Bournemouth, um, punching way up of their way. Mm-hmm. Same kind of situation with Blackpool at one point when they were running through the leagues. Um, but then again, if you pass Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe, who was it? Managed Blackpool again. Ian, Ian Holloway. Holloway. Ian Holloway. Ian Holloway. Him and Eddie Howe are kind of have got the same similar story. But if you'd said to me that Celtic were appointing. In Holloway, I would have been not, not a chance. It wouldn't be a, a, a fearful appointment. Eddie Howe is a different kind of fish altogether. But my, my thing, thinking is, Eddie Howe is a good manager, but he's getting into a tricky situation with Celtic. There's so much that's needing done in the Celtics that I think he's already fighting a losing battle before he even steps in the door. Um, we were lucky that our board gave Steve Gerrard a bit of time to compile this group of players together and we're reaping the rewards. I don't think Eddie Howe's going to get that length of time to make Celtic better again or to make them champions again I think Eddie Howe's going to come in he's going to tarnish his reputation and he's going to leave in one season? Uh, one or two seasons I don't, maybe one season he'll get but I think the next season I don't think it's going to take two seasons to rebuild Celtic the way that they would like to be rebuilt Well that's one man's, uh, one man's impression and Martin's perfectly entitled to arrive at mm. those conclusions however I'm sure he would concede that they are uh, premature because well, first of all, they're premature because you don't know if Eddie Howe's going to get the job. Uh, yeah, he's but, that though. But um, of course, uh, there is no such thing as a losing battle when you're at Celtic and Rangers because you have to go into it believing that you'll be backed by, in this case, Dermot Desmond, and you'll be given the resources to bring in the personnel that will give you a chance, a fighting chance. And Dermot Desmond isn't going for Eddie Howe, who I'm quite sure is mm. able to command a very handsome wage. 
and the backroom staff that Eddie Howe wants to assemble without also pledging to him that there will be money there because otherwise the job can't get done and it's a waste of Eddie Howe's time. I'm going to cut, going to cut you managers some slack, Jim Duffy, mm. because inevitably Eddie Howe will be... Judged as having done a good mm. job Next season if Celtic win something And yeah. if they're miles off It will be judged as having a, a poor job But mm-hmm. we, we we On the, on this occasion In these circumstances Surely we, we can't overlook How mm. different This Celtic Job is now mm-hmm. Compared to say Two years ago Three years yeah. ago Whatever it is You're, you're walking into a side That mm. now Now no longer has that mm. Air of invincibility mm-hmm. You've got a new chief exec The captain's going we imagine Odson Edward will go It's completely different isn't it Yeah I mean I think it's as tough a Celtic job Over the last several years Don't get me wrong I think it was tough for Neil Lennon to come in On the back of what Brendan Rodgers had achieved mm. And he had to be able to handle that And he did admirably But this time round It's a complete um, You know as I said to you t- Turn around a, a squad Players, staff as you mentioned Board, everything So I, th- I think it is a, a, a huge uh, job for anybody to come in, and if it is Eddie Howe, then I think that uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not just get the, if if you want to call it the starting eleven or the, or, or, or the first team. He's got so many things uh, from recruitment, uh, as as we mentioned, um, to working with a new chief executive, possibly a director of football, so on and so forth. So many things um, to get right, and you rarely get everyone right. Whether it's signings, whether it's staff, there's usually something that takes you a, a year or maybe yeah. more. Um, to, to figure out And get to know Scottish football Because it took Stephen Gerrard I think a good couple of seasons Not just to get his Rangers team right But to make a real assessment On what was required Playing against teams in, in Scottish football Final word to you Martin uh, Yeah I was just a point to I, I agree with you to a certain extent But would you concede that the If Eddie Howe was to get the job Would you concede that his task Of rebuilding Celtic Is greater than what Stephen Gerrard had to do Mm. Uh, I I think mm. yes Really? Yeah I, I think for one reason alone There was a heck of a gap though When Stephen Gerrard mm. turned up Remember? Mm. Yeah But um, the, Remember the, personnel, the five nils and all the rest oh, of I know, it Oh I know But remember James Tavernier was there Through all those five nils Yeah I know But the, you've you've picked almost the one or two examples Look at the rest yeah. of that team That lost five mm-hmm. nil But I, I'm, I'm simply going on the, the, the weight of numbers here the three goalkeepers are not good enough. Duffy will go back to Brighton. Laxalt will go back to Italy. Kenny will go back to Everton. And so on and so mm. forth. There were players disappearing. Mm. And Celtic need to just about mm. have a brand new team uh, for the 31st of July when the next season begins. I, I think it's a monumental task. Martin, what were your thoughts on that? You've asked the question to Hugh. But the reason, yeah, I would say that the Celtic came up much more rebuilding because it's a different period of time. Stephen, we had the impression when Stephen Gerrard came in that he was going to get a little bit of time. He had a core pl- group of players there that were doing okay, um, just obviously not good enough, and he's made them better. Eddie Howe is going to a job where players aren't doing okay right now, and most of them are going to be leaving. He's faced with a brand new squad of players who you uh, just, I, I, I can't see, I, I see Celtic's job is too big. For any manager to turn around in a short period of time And I don't think he's going to get the time Alright Martin, good to speak to you That was Martin in Falkirk Any more on this teaser? Uh, I think he may have scored more than 10 goals Charlie Adam? He's not on the list yep. You've got Davy Weir, Colin Henry yeah. mm. 
Now remember by Scot Scottish that might yeah. be slightly loose in terms of right. which national team they represented. Right. That might okay. be the thing that makes them Scottish. So uh, are are they Scottish by birth or Scots because they play for Scotland but not by birth? I would yeah. open your eyes to all the right. possibilities. <laughs> yeah. So for instance, Aid McGeady or something like that, you know. Um no no, so that's the thing. These are all Scottish right. internationals. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they, sorry, yeah, but they, but they no, might not have no. been born here. Right. Okay. All right. I'll give you some thinking time. I'll let that. I'll let that sink in, and we'll get the rest next, hopefully. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans are here. They are racking their brains and not getting very far by the looks of it on this teaser. Can you name? Five Scottish players Who've played for the old firm They've got more than 190 English Premier League appearances And they've got fewer Than 10 goals Now by Scottish I mean Scotland na- in Internationally You know the, the football nationality As we always do in the I've questions So before the break You had Davy Weir And Colin Hendry Paul Telfer Paul Telfer And Jim Duffy said to me Does he have more than 190 English Premier League appearances He's got 319 Jim Duffy Mm. He has played in that division Many, many times For Mm. Coventry and Southampton Right, two to get We are getting somewhere now No No? Not at the moment Mm, Kenny Vine has sent one in He's got one of the the two That you're still looking for They've got to be defenders Or is that a fullback or something? Yep, so I'll give you a clue Of the two remaining One Both have played for Scotland But one was not born here And one One was Um, And they both played for Rangers Right um, Okay I'll leave it with you Okay uh, Let's go to Brian and Airdrie Brian's a Kelly fan What have you got on your mind Brian? Uh, hi guys I'm just Sorry first time caller here Thanks Oh good to have you uh, Just thinking about the, the comments About the Celtic manager Saying massive rebuilding job mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself Actually It's the same squad That Brendan Rodgers had That's done amazingly no, Why it's not though. It's not massive. It's nowhere near. Why do we need them? Honestly, that, that's the thing, Brian. These things kind of set in quite quickly. Um, and you, you almost forget. Someone put. I saw a picture on social media the other day of the. Was it the day that that Celtic won the the invincible treble, the Scottish Cup final? I think. And I think it was. I think it was one. I think it was one <laughs> member yeah. of of that starting eleven uh-huh. left. Um, I mean, Brian, the 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 Rogers team. You know, Sinclair. Gone, Dembele gone, Tierney gone, Armstrong gone, Lustig gone, Scott Brown now gone, Craig Gordon, Dedrick Boyata, Simunovic. It, it is, it's completely different now from then. Uh, I just thought it's needing just a solid manager mm. opposed yeah, to a but massive. But it's not, it's, There's a lot of really good, a lot of good players there. Uh, we, they just need to have some sort of focus and system to play. But that that is fair, to, Hugh. Ma- yeah. Good managers will get the best out of of what's there. If Brian thinks that that's the missing piece, rather than worrying about the the individual players, then fair enough. But you have to factor in how many are going. As I say, um, they'll, they'll well, stick, stick to the definites first. We we always advertise Edward and Iyer, and they yeah they probably will. Yeah. But the definites uh, there's still a lot of them. Black Salt's going. Joe, John Joe Kenny, uh, Shane Duffy. You, you're going to have to have a new goalkeeper and a back four, for starters. Then you have to replace Scott Brown, uh, who is, for me, irreplaceable. For 14 years, he's he's been Celtic's inspiration, their heart and soul. Uh, 
Massive task to replace Scott Brown Then Edward Celtic for commercial reasons Have to get rid of Edward They have to make as much money As they possibly can On Edward So The the number of players Going out the door Will be massive And there's no two ways About this If it is Eddie Howe Eddie Howe Will have a summer Lived at high speed Because he has to get in A dozen players To be fair though Brian hits on an important mm. point Jim Managers will never get Even close to all the signings mm. right It just mm. will not happen yeah. It didn't happen with Brendan Rodgers But mm. if Eddie Howe is As good a manager As the Celtic fans hope mm. What if he walks in Takes Turnbull on to a new level Christie stays He mm. takes him on to a new level Reinvigorates Callum McGregor that that might be the way that he gets the success Rather than everyone worrying about who they Yeah that's, that's that's exactly what uh, any top manager does They improve the, the current squad And they recruit well I mean it's not You know there's, there's no magic You know secret You know that that's what happens So Stephen Gerrard has improved Tavernier, Goldson uh, You know Barisic etc And you know, obviously you bring in other players as well It's that um, you know You 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 know you, you All of a sudden people get confidence in you Get belief in you Fans Owners and also the players. The players, when you bring top players in, then they think, oh, the, the manager knows what he's doing. So you know, the first two or three signings, I think, have got to be vital. That's the big ones. Yeah, further down the line, you'll not get them all right. But the first two or three, I think, have to hit the ground running. Have to that's be a real, good point, a real success. That, that you remember did, that when did happen with Rogers, yeah, didn't it? What was the Scott Sinclair and, and Mister yeah. Dembele? Yeah, were among the two. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Scott Sinclair mm-hmm. was a. Fabulous yes. play for Celtic And when he came mm-hmm. There was no fanfare of trumpets no. It was just mm, But Made Pretty his debut year. Made his debut mm-hmm. The following mm-hmm. day Played at Tynecastle Came winner. on as a sub mm-hmm. And never looked back What mm-hmm. about your own team Brian Stenhouse Muir away in the cup Is that the type that gives you the fear? I <laughs> Probably I <laughs> I think so um, Listen It's all about just Staying in the yeah. league this year Really for us I think Just Get a couple of wind under our belt And I think that'll do us yeah, in a strange way, they always it's a bit of a cliche, Brian, but we'll use it anyway about the, the international break. Did it come at the wrong time? Because you did that, that brilliant uh, win against Motherwell last time out, or d- does it allow you to you know refocus and, and build on that? I probably get a chance to think about the win, what you did right, and make sure you take that into the next game. Probably. I think Kyle Lafferty, you know, made a tremendous difference. Uh, in that Motherwell game, you saw terrific goals from Chris Burke, Rory McKenzie. Um, you know, it was such a big win psychologically. I felt at the time they won't look back. No, they 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 will go forward, and they'll beat Stenhouse Muir in the cup as well. I I, I think oh, Kilmarnock. I think that's, him, just, that's him ruined your weekend, Brian. He's, <laughs> he's he's not only predicting a cup win. He's saying that you're going to stay up. Uh, do you share mm-hmm. his optimism? Are you feeling like you will stay in the division? Take that all day, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim, I'm looking at that mm-hmm. list tomorrow. Oh sorry Brian on you go think that, uh, Sorry quick one Do you think that uh, Who's a better keeper for Scotland Marshall or Gordon Oh good question Don't mind that Jim. On, on the current form <laughs> um, Marshall's gone back a little bit After Belgrade But uh, And I've always liked Craig Gordon That was another Big mistake that Celtic made Letting him go <laughs> Yeah I mean it's a difficult one to call Because obviously Craig Gordon's playing The Scottish Championship And uh, you know That that normally wouldn't get you At Scotland call up And certainly a starting place That's for sure I know it has happened yeah. long time I think it might have been In the squad at one time But He's Craig Gordon ultimately Yeah you know So I think that uh, You know he's, He certainly didn't do his sale He had one little fumble When there was a little misunderstanding By Grant Hanley But got away with it um, And 
Terrific was save, wasn't it? Against yeah, yeah, the, the he had a brilliant streak. save for the long range strike early on in the game. Uh, and, and I think, as I said, I, I still think that David Marshall you know, will be the, the number one come the Euros simply because. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Listen, he had a little, a, a minor error for one of the goals, but I don't think it was a howler. So I, th- I think that um, Stevie Clark will. A stick lot of people him. are saying too, though. People thought that he should have saved. Mm. They've done better with Austria's first goal mm. and then the the one in Israel. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, listen. You know, the one, the one he pushed in, into the goal. I, I think he could be in one hand and done it. But again, listen. You know, the, the, the goalkeepers are there, there to be shot down. But I still think that. For what he's done, and um, I'll be amazed unless he mm. listen, listen, unless he's thrown him in the back end hit for Derby, who are struggling a little bit. He's the last not been few playing. Games. He yeah. was injured, and then he, I don't think yeah. he's been they've playing. also been struggling a little bit as well. So yeah, yeah, it'll be a contest between him, a, a real good fight, uh, and Brian Drake. The, you know, there, there's not much between them, and. It just shows you how, how goalkeepers keep improving. We've yep. seen Alan McGee get a new contract mm-hmm. and uh, Craig Gordon's 39 as well, I think, isn't he? Very quickly, Brian, just give me the name. Who's better for you? Marshall, based oh. on what he's done for us. Okay, happy with that. That was Brian and Airdrie. We'll have to leave it there. You will be the final caller, Brian. And by the way, it was nice to speak to you for the first time. So make sure you do it again, please. Um, right, two more on this teaser. Five Scottish players, they've played for the old firm. They've more than 190 English Premier League appearances, but fewer than 10 goals. And just remember, by Scottish, we mean they've, they're football nationality. So they maybe weren't born here. Paul Telfer, Davey Weir, Colin Henry, two to get. Phil Barsley. Yes, great oh. shout. That was the one that Kenny sent in. One more to go. That was my lot, I think. Didn't get any more. Right, I'll give you his... I told you already that it was Rangers, didn't I? Uh-huh. Is English clubs Derby, Blackburn, and West Ham? Uh, West Ham. Uh, Ro- no, I was going to say Rosling. That's what he didn't play for the old firm. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Count Cole. Nope. I thought you would have scored more than ten goals. Hmm. No. Initials. Ah, no. Try to think of a more creative clue than the initials. <laughs> um, just just imagine that there's a a former mm. Scotland manager, little German fellow, shouting his name in the tunnel repeatedly. Mm. No, did that not do it. Did that yeah, do it for you? No, actually, producer it was Callum's a good not impersonation. I think I, I liked that. That but, was a silent impersonation. Yes, I didn't want to insult the sh- accent. Yeah. It doesn't work on the the radio, but I was miming it. Remember yeah. he was calling the opposition cheats And the manager was shouting his name Oh Christian Daly Christian Daly That was a good clue Christian Daly Christian Daly wrote down But I actually thought it was way before 92 I don't know why There we go Thank you Jim Duffy And Hugh Keevan Sun's been shining Feel like everybody's mm. feeling pretty good about the weekend Things are starting mm. to move in the right mm. direction And Mr George Bowie's up on GBX Fridays next Can life get any better? Mm.